With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Breakfast Club Mains Big Z 927 1055 worldwide at the Pritz is in. He's the author of the book Maine Raises the Bar on Reading. Children's Literacy He's the children's literacy advocate and shares how parents can prepare kids for the test. And uh, good morning, Karu. How are you? Good morning, Maddie. I'm fine. Thank you. It's great to be in Maine now. Yes, yes. It's a it's a nice uh, it's a nice spot here. Kind of like it. Kind of big fan, actually. <laughs> why why is it so in- important to uh, distill a love of reading uh, at a young age with children? Well, I it's funny because I had to rethink that the other day. I had to be a kid again and just remember what it was like to receive a book and then. I was thinking, you know, it's literally one of the greatest gifts you can give your child because if you value inspiration and education and passion and curiosity, you're literally giving them a gift, you know, that will last them a lifetime. So I'm, but even at a younger age, one of the tricks is that kids don't know any better that they're getting this gift. So if you instill this love, if you if they're surrounded with books, or if you as an adult, as a parent, are reading these books and the kids are seeing you're doing this, I mean, I think that they, that they realize, gosh, this is one of the things you do, like eating and, and, and uh, drinking, and just it becomes a normal part of life. And I think that's why it's important, because if they don't know any better how great a gift they're getting, then they just they live with this gift the rest of their life. What uh, what tips can you give for helping your kid with uh, uh, with test anxiety? I think one of the biggest things is for adults to remember how much they loved to take tests because I think it's important to put yourself in those shoes again and and remember you know um, it's all I feel like testing is all like a sports competition but for the brain and not everyone is good at it but if you train for it like anything else in life you know, you're better prepared. So one of the first things I like to talk about is plan instead of cram. So studying is not like breathing. It does not come naturally. So I think we need to help our kids by um, teaching them effective study techniques and test-taking skills so that they lower their anxiety. And I think, um, especially if we're doing this two or three weeks in advance of a test or a major test or testing in general, then we come in prepared. It's not the old cram the night before like we all remember in college or in high school. And, I mean, I, I hated doing that. I thought that was, you know, I, I'd be next to my friends and they'd be up all night and I would just scoot in and uh, be all uh, wide awake and the next day I'd take the test and feel great. So they were, uh, so I didn't have the anxiety of that. Um, another one is bite-sized portions digest better. So if we break down studying tasks into bite-sized portions, you know, much like food, digesting a huge meal of information all at once doesn't sit well with your brain. And um, I was talking to some kids about that the other day, and I said, you know, would you rather have three Big Macs and French fries and 
you know, four milkshakes in a row, or would you rather have 20 chicken McNuggets and eat it over an hour? And, you know, of course, some of the boys, all, you know, the, you know, Big Macs, but they got the idea that it was better just to have a bite here, a bite here, a bite here, and after a while, the, the information digests a lot better. Um, that's another good one. Multitasking. This, in our day and age, this is a great one. Multitasking is multi-distracting. I mean, this is a, this is a no-brainer. Turn off the TV. Turn off the electronics. Turn off whatever it is because you need to minimize all these distractions. I mean, and that's exactly what they are. Sometimes having music in the background is nice, but you know, you want to make sure it's music that you can play to, not music that you know you're you're getting distracted by. We, um, yeah. Oh yeah, no. That's yeah. a. That, I mean, that's a really good point right there on that one. I think a lot of people wouldn't even think of that. Karupa Pritz is here. He is talking about Maine raises the bar on reading. He's a children's literacy advocate, and he shares how parents can prepare kids for the test. We'll have more on the way. Maine's Big Z ninety two seven one zero five five. Segment and number two of the Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z ninety two seven one zero five five. Rolling you through your eight o'clock hour, forty three degrees. Karupa Pritz is here, talking about how Maine raises the bar on reading. He's a children's literacy advocate, and he's sharing how parents can prepare kids. For the test, what's the best routine for the morning of a big test, would you say, Karu? I'm a big advocate of do it normal. <laughs> Get a good night's sleep and, you know, at this, we're back to, you know, if, you're, if you haven't uh, crammed the night before, if you've been planning, you should be able to come into the day and uh, get a good breakfast. But you keep it normal because I think that when you, there's this big push, like, oh, we got to have this big breakfast or we got to, it's test day and... And man, you want to you want to gin up a kid's anxiety. That's a great way to do it. Like, oh, an hour. No, I just say, hey, we got a testing today. You've done a great job. You're all ready. And hey, just come into the day. So, um, you know, send them off with a big dose of love and encouragement, and that's about it. That's that's what I believe in. It's fantastic. What are some uh, what are some fun ways to get your kids to read more? Fun ways. Uh, I'm a big fan of. Do as I say and do as I do, you know, a, a twist on the old uh, parent uh, variation there. But um, I think we need to read in front of our kids. That's a big one. And get them understanding how often we read. Um, for example, if we're reading recipes out loud or food level uh, labels or schedules or maps or instructions or advertisements or brochures, you know, you read... Uh, restaurant signs or newspapers or old, mag- you know, magazines. I mean, who reads magazines? But I think that's important, so we need to do that. Uh, one thing I love to do in our family, we love to read at night. So we will, you know, shut down all the TV and everything or whatever we're doing, especially after dinner, and get in bed and read. And and I and our kids really, really look forward to that. It's like, oh, it's not only snuggle time and... You know, I guess if you have a big family, that might be a little bit more difficult. But, ah, you throw the dog up on the bed or the cats and the, the family, and you all sit down, and, and it makes it a real um, wonderful family gathering. Like it's a gathering around the fireplace at night, so you know, to read. Um, the old, a book a day keeps the cobwebs away. I'm a big fan of just getting kids to the library and getting them excited about maybe going to an old bookstore or something like that, but getting them the idea that, hey, Going to a place that has books is um, an exciting event. 
we were so focused on being able to get e-books now and in and, and the schools and just life in general. So I think the making an event out of going to get a book, um, especially libraries. Libraries are still fantastic. And um, I had a great talk with somebody the other day about bookmobiles. I mean, Maddie, did you have bookmobiles growing up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gosh. And I don't see them anymore. I'm just like, I'd like to go out and find some bookmobiles because they inspired me as a kid. And, you know, they were just great. And it just it's exciting to go to a place where there's books. And if you make that an exciting adventure, I think that's, that's another great way to get, a fun way to get kids to read more. We are talking with Karupa Pritz. We're talking about how Maine raises the bar on reading and talking about how parents can prepare kids for the test and get them interested in reading and writing a little bit more. We'll have more on the way. Maine's Big Z, 92.7, 105.5, worldwide at the all-new mainsbigz.com. Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, 92.7, 105.5, worldwide at the all-new mainsbigz.com. Karupa Pritz is here. Talked about Maine raises the bar on reading. He's a children's liter- literacy advocate. Maybe he can teach me how to, you know, read literacy advocate. And uh, he shares how parents can prepare kids uh, for tests and also get them uh, involved in, in reading and, and writing a little bit more. Um, how can parents take advantage of teachable moments? This is a good one. Um, there's, a, there's a few things. For example, I like to, to talk about current events a lot. I think that's, you know, whether it be the news, or, um, you know, TV shows or back to magazines or things in your, you know, current events in your life, sitting around the old dinner table, hey, what's been going on here? I think those are, you know, you con- converse creatively. You know, isn't it great to talk to you? How was your day at school? Great. What did you do? Nothing. Oh, really? That's the conversation. <laughs> but I think being able to say, well, did you, you know, be able to pull something out of them from their perspective and, and after a while, they're beginning to think, oh, well, this is not a Q&A to find out what's been going on in my life. I can talk about what it is that's important to me. And so getting them to, to learn how to have conversations with kids in a, in a, in a creative manner. Um, teachable moments. Uh, I think being real with your kids. For example, when you mess up, when you mistake, you own it. And why I say this is because I think kids like to see an adult make a mistake and then actually own up to it. I think it's part of humility and teaching our kids what it's like to be humble. Um, um, be available. This is an interesting one because I talked to a teacher last year and I said, um, so what's the situation with social media with kids and stuff? And she said, well, we have, you know, we have problems with that and the, but now she says, but the biggest problems are the, the parents. I said, what do you mean? She says, well, the kids are going to their parents to ask for help with their homework, and the parents are telling them, uh, I'm on my Facebook page right now. Let me you know, do what I'm doing and finish it. Or just, and I, was, I said, no, you cannot be telling that. Someone is actually telling a kid they're not going to help with homework because they're on the Facebook page. And she said, yep. And I said, How, what percentage of the kids? She said, about half the class. Come on. I mean, really. So we gotta be we gotta be available for our kids. It's really, really important. If they see us, you know, the apple doesn't fall from the tree there, and I think that's a big, big mistake there. So, yeah, I think, and as part of that, you're giving your time to your kid. I mean, we all know this. This is important. Um, and I, one thing I do with um, 
my kids, and I, I made it a vow early on in life that whenever they asked a question, whenever they were curious about something as, as inane or as weird or as, you know, off-putting as it might be, I would always be there to answer because I never wanted to squelch their, their sense of being curious about things. Like, oh, why is this? And why is this word? Oh, and you know, after a while, it just drives you nuts. But I figured, nope. I want to be engaged on that one. So I'm, I'm there for all those questions. We are talking with Karupa Pritz, talking about Maine raises the bar on reading. He's a children's literacy advocate, talking about how parents can prepare kids for tests and reading and getting them writing more and more on the way. We will have more with him around the bend. One more segment coming up. Maine's Big Z, 92.7, worldwide at the all-new MainsBigZ.com. Final segment with Karupa Pritz, talking about Maine raises the bar on reading. He's a children's literacy advocate, and he's talking about how p- kids can prepare uh, for tests, reading, writing, and more. Uh, we're discussing that here this morning. What uh, what made you so interested in children's literacy? Um, well, besides the fact that I'm an author, I think that's a... You know, I love talking to kids, and it's really... i got to tell you, Maddie. You tell a kid you're a writer, an author, and it's like you're a magician. I mean, that's that's exciting. So you're the you're the big cheese. Well, how do you do it and all that? So then, it, like, well, then it engages that. Like, oh, I think about these things when I do this. Do, for example, with my book, The Legacy Letters, uh, one of the things I wanted to get, I wanted to sort of trick kids into becoming the back door, being interested both in my book but in reading. So I created this. I love to read video series. And um, so, for example, I would have my, my book, um, and I'd be reading it on the back of a horse. And I'd say, oh, you know how much I love to read, but I also love to ride. I'd spur the horse, and off we go. Or I'd be up skiing, and I would love to read, and I'd love to ski, and I'd go down the hill. And I mean, they're short segments. And, I've, and uh, I've got about 60 or 70 of them on um, my website at uh, thelegacyletters.com. And... So kids will come in and they will, I'll show them these videos, and then they get excited about not only the reading, but why are you doing these things? Why does an author do what he does? And that, you know, once again, we're back to sort of uh, creating a creative conversation. Um, You know, one thing I wanted to talk about was I tell kids when I talk to them that, for example, in the old Jewish culture, when the older part of the Jewish culture, that when someone dropped a book, they were supposed to pick it up and kiss it. And the kids would say, well, why do they do that? And I said, well, because so because that's, you honored a book. And I would ask them, why do you think they would kiss the book? And so the answers were, oh, so the book won't be mad at you is one of my favorites, or because the book loves you too. And I thought, you know, how profound this is out of the mouth of babes, you know, to watch a child love a book and the book loves you back. And I thought, really, that's really, really cool. So I, anything that gets kids excited about the idea of reading um, gets them motivated or gets them even questioning what it is and dives into a book, that's great. And so I, any which way I can get a kid motivated, I'm, I, I'm excited. 
We are talking with Karu Papritz. He's an author. We're talking about the book, Maine Raises the Bar on Reading. He's a children's literacy advocate sharing how parents can prepare kids for tests and get them reading and writing some more. You give our, uh, on the way out here, can you give our listeners some old school parenting advice for the modern age? Old school. All right. Love this one. When you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, it's back to accepting responsibility for one's actions. I love that one. I mean, gosh, in this day and age, even more than ever, I think you got to, you got, when you screw up and you make mistakes, you got to own up to them. And I think when kids see that and we teach them that, I think that's literally one of the, the greatest gifts you can give kids is to accept responsibility for your actions. Um, another thing in this sort of, you know, 24-7 go, go, go internet age of ours is, you know, turn off the TV and talk, turn off the the e-gadgets, you know, turn them all off and take, you know, dinner, uh, walks after dinner, um, create family traditions, carve out family time. Gosh, guys, in this day and age, we, we, we talk to each other less and less because we have things to divert us constantly, and we are really missing out on one of the great gifts that we are given as, as, a, as a family is to be able to be together and talk, and that's it's incredibly important. Um, old school advice, I think parents can agree that, um, yes, Virginia, there still are chores. I think it's, uh, it's chores are about, you know, helping out the family. They're not extra. They're essential to keeping the family going and be, you know, part of the daily life routine, and um, they, they work. You know, what can I say? I, I um, It was so funny. The other day, we had some friends over, and um, my son, who's 11, um, he, um, he was finishing up the dinner. He comes to the dinner table, gets the dishes, and uh, and the parents are, oh, my gosh, I wish my kids could do that. And I says, watch this. Said, Come on over, bring the kids in. Why don't you guys take care of all the dishes? And they go, oh, my, how do you do that? I go, no, please. You know, <laughs> it's just, you do your chores. This is part of life. I'm always surprised when people say, how do you teach your kids chores? Well, you start from a young age, don't you? Um, two more, I think I'm thinking of. In this day and age, we're sort of, um, once you start something, you have to finish it. You don't get to say, I want to play basketball, I want to do this, and then quit two days later. Just Not in our, not in our family, and I think quitters don't quit. You see it through to the end. And, uh, and lastly, the golden rule still matters, you know, respect still matters, and uh, that is about as old-school parenting advice that is not so old-school, but I believe is truly, truly timeless. We are talking with author Karu Papritz, talked about the book Maine Raises the Bar on Reading. Where can folks uh, get your get your work, Karu? Well, of course, the big guy, Amazon, it's pretty easy. Your local bookstore should have it. And, and uh, if you want to check out all the fun ways that I get kids excited about books and to also read about uh, the, the inspirational fiction book I wrote, um, the, the LegacyLetters.com. That's author Karu Papritz here on The Breakfast Club. Karu, thank you very much. Matt, it's been a pleasure. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. More on the way, Mids Z Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.